Today's episode is brought to you by Dr. Jeffrey Halstead, DMD. Dr. Jeffrey Halstead has been Canandaigua's hometown dentist for more than 35 years, offering routine dental care as well as cosmetic dentistry, implants, and dentures by their highly trained and experienced staff. Visit them online at canandaiguadentistry.com or find them on Facebook and Instagram. I'm Josh Durso, and this is FLX Today. This morning, we are continuing our series previewing local elections through conversations with candidates who will be on the ballot in November. David Shields is running for Farmington Town Board. David, thanks so much for being here. Uh, let's start with this. How are things in Farmington from your perspective? No, that's a very good question. You know, um, I honestly got into this race because as, as I was talking to you earlier about my daughter, um, it was uh, my wife and I actually found out uh, that she was pregnant almost a year ago in September. And uh, so that was full of excitement. But then a month later, actually, we got a letter in the mail telling us that the water was contaminated with a product or a contaminant called THM. Now, I'm not gonna even try to pronounce what, what it actually is, but you know, I know it's a mixture of um, it's organic matter and chlorine mixed together. But in high consumption, it can cause cancer, birth defects, and miscarriages. And obviously reading that, when you just found out that your wife is pregnant, does that make you you know, thrilled? So I was kind of mad that like thinking that the town uh, government essentially let us slide and they, um, one, had this happen, but then two, notified us um, several weeks and almost actually even a month after they knew about this incident. So we drink water constantly. So I don't even know how much water was through our system. And I just didn't really care for that. And so I started to think of ideas like, wait a minute, like we live in the 21st century. We have other ways of implementing information or, or transmitting information to residents. I mean, you look at school districts and they have like this automated uh, voicemails when there's an incident at school or if there's a holiday. Why can't we have something like that? So that's why I want to implement, you know, like um, an automated voicemail or texting or email, you know, the town can also reach out to these different newspapers uh, or uh, websites to let them know like, hey, by the way, if you live in Farmington, you may want to uh, be careful with your water, you know. So um, so that's what got me started thinking about running. And then, of course, in April of 2023, another letter came in the mail stating the same thing, although the language was a little later this time with uh, health effects, but I wasn't really buying it. Um, so I, I, I'm like, I just made it, I knew that I made the right decision to truly run and to make a difference, a positive change in Farmington. What has been the feedback been so far? Um, what are the issues that when you're talking to folks in the community, when you're knocking on doors, what are the the issues that seem to be front of mind um, for folks who live in Farmington right now? Yeah, no, exactly. So one of the big things is the water issue. I know several people on my committee, they're all drinking water bottles. And that's saying something because we're all on a Democratic committee. And so we don't like plastic. But here we are, you know, trying to, you know, we recycle. But, you know. Just we got to drink uh, bottled water and uh, my friends, they're doing the same thing. Um, some other people have concerns about some of the traffic patterns around Farmington. You know, some people are like, you know, I keep seeing uh, Farmington on the news uh, with um, accidents. You know, can we do something about that? You know, I'm not really sure what to do. Um, I know some person said that we put too much um, salt on the road, but that's more like, a you know, 
New York State thing. Uh, but nonetheless, I like hearing different opinions from people. So it's kind of a variety of uh, different things. And another uh, another issue, though, too, which is actually is one of my uh, priorities is, you know, the lack of businesses in Farmington. I know every time I go to um, my meetings uh, within the community, without within the community, excuse me, um, they keep telling me like, oh, you know, I have to go to Victor or Canandaigua to go out and eat. But there's no good food in Farmington. You have about five choices and that's it, you know, or if you want to go to a boutique, there's none out there, you know, it's just very limited. So I think a little bit of diverse businesses is something else that uh, is a issue with uh, with the residents. I'm glad you brought that up because the perception, uh, I would say, across Ontario County as a whole, uh, or even the Finger Lakes for that matter, uh, is that Farmington's growing. And per population, it certainly is growing. Um, but to the point you just made, it's a little one-sided in terms of what it is. It's a lot of housing growth and not a lot of other things. Um, when you think about economic development, as far as like a strategy goes, especially with um, the the county really putting an emphasis on housing, um, mm. what kind of predicament do you think that creates for a future Farmington Town Board to try and balance growing businesses kind of trying to create a, a bit of a more business-friendly climate uh, and also being the basically the hub of housing in Ontario County. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a huge plate for Farmington. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, I don't know. I just, I think, um, you know, I know they are building, they're constructing houses and I know there's not enough housing in Ontario in general. And I know they just issued the whole assessment um, like of well, how can we have more houses and what kind of houses? So I filled it out. I did my duty. Um, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just think uh, Farmington definitely needs to step it up with uh, the different businesses around here because I, for one, think that if you truly want to attract people to come and have that stay in Farmington, you need to create uh, businesses to, uh, to, to make home here, you know, because I think people, you know, there's a certain narrative that Farmington is a drive-by town. You know, you either drive by it to go to Canandaigua or you drive by it to go to Victor, which is sad because I want people to go come to Farmington and stay in Farmington, get a bite to eat, you know, go shopping, do something. And I'm not saying you got to make Farmington into Henrietta, you know, and that kind of comparison. But I do think there could be more options. And uh, and unfortunately, I don't think the town board is really focused on that. You know, I think, yeah, they're just trying to maybe they got too much on their plate just trying to find enough you know housing issues to you know make sure everybody can uh live there i guess um you know i know right now they're contracted with a home development company which i don't even want to say their name but you know they're only building uh houses that are 300 400 000, you know each and to me they're not obviously bad but it's not healthy, I think, for the long term for families like me, um, who I just got married a couple of years ago and now I have a child. You know, I can't afford, you know, <laughs> almost a half a million for a house. You know, that's why I was very grateful to live in a little subdivision of Farmington where it's pretty reasonable. But that is kind of dying around here. And I really hope that the town board can kind of look into that and find out if we're going to really attract people long term. We got to figure out some new infrastructure for uh, affordable housing, as well as businesses that will help our sales tax and, and our revenue. Not only that, but I would assume uh, attracting a, a younger demographic, uh, which is kind of important to this long-term uh, vision, long-term health for any of these communities in the Finger Lakes. Um, you touched on the housing uh, 
price component a little bit. I'm curious um, when you, from a philosophical standpoint, when you think about the Finger Lakes region being tourism centric uh, and being basically wedged right in between Greater Rochester and Canandaigua, Canandaigua Lake, everything that's going on there, um, is there a bit of an economic viability issue with something like housing being so out of step with what a large portion of uh, a tourism economy's jobs actually generate? Hmm. Mm. I don't know. I guess I'm kind of confused about the question. Um, do you mind kind of breaking it down a little bit more? I'm sorry. Sure. Uh, so one of the pretty common criticisms that we hear from folks who, who watch uh, a lot of the economic development news that we see across the Finger Lakes is say, well, the types of jobs that are being created are customer service jobs. They're hospitality jobs. Um, and you just pointed out the, the issue with housing, three, $400,000 house. If you're working at a couple breweries or or two, a couple is working at a, a brewery and, and maybe a hotel, there's no chance they're swinging that three or $400,000 house, right? Um, right? What do you think that, what would you like to see as someone who's, you know, I'm assuming I'm going to take a liberty here that you're not 40 years old. Um, what would you like to see towns like Farmington do to kind of be part of the change and move that in a different direction. Yeah. No, okay. So thank you for that clarification. Yeah. So um, for me, you know, I think with like that one how, uh, home development company, you know, I think there's not a whole lot of competition. So I want to, you know, I want that company to compete, to build more, you know, houses where people, if they want to work in tourism, then they can at least afford, you know, a cheaper version of a house. Um you know, and that's where I'm also, you know, want to create more uh, local like businesses, like entrepreneurs. So for people to create, uh, you know, boutiques or uh, local restaurants around Farmington um, so they can afford, um, you know, houses. And I don't know exactly um, know who really is really buying those $500,000 houses. I'm a little jealous, you know, honestly, but uh, I don't think that is a good long-term strategy if you really want people to thrive in a town that is like, you know, we're talking about that you want to attract younger generations. You know, people will go somewhere else and they will. And I know Farmington is, you know, technically growing, but, you know, it doesn't have to stay that way. And if we don't change our ways now, it could diverge, you know, before we know it, before it's too late. So that's what I, I want to, you know, listen to people, you know, their ideas. And I want to, you know, create, you know, this, like I said, a competition with just different businesses and different, um, you know, uh, housing companies to do it, which is interesting, though, too, because I know the current board right now, you know, they all kind of like champion the whole competition narrative. But, but so far, I don't really see it, unfortunately. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so let's talk about that growth uh, issue, um, because it's very interesting that whenever we solicit questions uh, from readers and listeners, that growth is always central. And I always wind up with a half dozen or so that say something to this effect. Farmington has grown too much too fast over the last 15 years. And uh, being 33, I can definitely, I can see it. I can see where Farmington has grown pretty aggressively over the last decade, decade and a half. What do you say to those folks who feel like Farmington has become a bit of a an expressway in Ontario County and not as much a community as maybe some had hoped it was, or maybe just becoming less rural given that it is a feeder to Canandaigua and Victor at the very least? Yeah, no, that's a good question. You know, I've definitely heard that complaint a couple of times, you know, the the next door app, that's what everybody's saying too, you know, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's too busy for its own good. 
And I totally understand that. And I think, you know, there's definitely a healthy balance between environmental sustainability and economic development. You know, I would say in my own personal opinion that the the board right now is focused more on trying to, uh, you know, build houses, but they're also doing it only in one part of Farmington where I think you can you can definitely see that growth is explosive because every time you drive by, there's construction trucks, there's, uh, you know, more and more trees down. And so sometimes when I wake up, I'm like, oh, that's new, <laughs> you know, it's right across the road. Um, so. You know, I just, I don't know if they're truly focusing on the balancing. And that's where I think my experience can kind of come into play there because I am part of the Farmington uh, Conservation Board, as well as I am a member of the uh, Farmington Chamber of Commerce. So I have my foot in both doors, if you will, and I know the importance of both matters. But, you know, you don't necessarily need to destroy every single tree in the way in order to build businesses. There's a lot of, you know, buildings that you can kind of, I don't know, uh, divide up. And, and there's certain areas that have already been sold to Farmington that you could do something with, um, you know, and I I definitely uh, can see why people missed me to kind of the very rural aspect of Farmington, especially if you grew up here, you know, as, as an infant to, to an older person. But, um, you know, I just think as, as a way to stay competitive, especially with other neighboring towns, we do have to kind of up up a little bit of our game just a little bit um because i do think there's a lot of people that are just kind of spending their time money and energy in different portions of ontario county that i think we're kind of missing out on on a long term and which and and in that case then we have to resort to um you know having like large corporations come in and that's one of my uh issues is with with the town board is that they are very easily uh gung-ho on issues regarding like fast food restaurants and gas stations and and banks the kind of the same mantra opening up again and that's another issue that i've heard actually not open you know knocking on doors as well is that they're just like it's the same thing over and over and over again and i can give like a quick example is that uh tops for example in farmington and i have nothing against tops but they just got permission to build another gas station uh in farmington and i'll tell you what it's a two mile radius between five other gas stations uh and i know like i said we're growing but i mean i don't think we need five gas stations all in the same strip um and i think i can have a lot of people to agree with me on that and same thing with banks and fast food restaurants aren't going to keep a lot of that money here. And that's one of my uh, issues is that, you know, they go the, when you buy burgers at McDonald's or Burger King, you know, that money really goes to the headquarters in another state. It doesn't really stay located in Farmington very long, um, even though, even if it's franchised. So, you know, I think we should definitely prioritize local businesses as much as we possibly can. And that can be done through a couple different, you know, ways. I mean, one, one topic for me would be you can have create a certain like tax incentive for them, possibly for like a like a five year plan or something where they have a lower tax rate. That way they've been there long enough. They can start generating a profit and then they can start paying on the property tax or whatever taxes that they need to pay on, you know, or we can also, I would say integrate the Farmington Chamber of Commerce. They can also update, um, they, create, they can honestly create a whole new page of all the businesses that, that are in Farmington and highlight the ones that are excelling or ones that opened up or the business of the year or employees you know, of the year or something like that. And same thing with the town website. We can also do something too with that. They can, you know, you can create like a little advertisement of, of like a mom and pop shop right in the corner there. And, you know, people who click on, the town website to go on a meeting they can kind of see oh 
you know, Zoe's ice cream, you know, they are open until 9 p.m. or something like that. They're like, great, I'll click it and I'll go there. Um, so these are just some of the issues that uh, that are floating through my head that I would love to enact uh, once elected as town board. Um, you mentioned you mentioned conservation, which I, I think is really interesting because one of the questions we didn't get as much this time around, but we have gotten it plenty in the past. Uh Involves concerns around solar, uh, solar fields, solar growth, farmers leasing out fields to solar developers. Um, obviously, there's benefit to solar. I think Farmington is interesting because it's such a blank canvas in a lot of ways. Um, mm. So there's more opportunity there, right? Uh, what's your uh, What's your feeling on how the town has handled incoming solar thus far, and and what would you change if anything looking forward? Yeah, I mean, I would say in general, the town doesn't really advocate for a lot of feedback from the residents. You know, they kind of just kind of do their own thing and hope it doesn't cause any sort of uh, emotion. Um, so, which I don't appreciate because I really believe that residents uh, should know everything that's being passed and everything that's going on step by step. You know, post it on your social media, post it on your website, uh, you know, make it as transparent as possible. Um, I know there were issues in like 2018, 2019 with the solar farms coming in and people had a lot of concerns with them, uh, you know, causing noise and, you know, I like an eyesore or uh, like a, I don't think light pollution, but, you know, anything like that. There's just, oh, another issue was that some people were concerned if that uh, energy would be used in Farmington or if it would be, you know, across the board in New York State. And I think those were all fair uh, feelings and and thoughts. Um, I'm still in favor, I think, generally of solar panels. I think they're essential for New York State in general. And I would be happy if, you know, Farmington, uh, I don't know, I would say took its part and, and, uh, and, you know, had some land for those. But I do think hearing people's concerns and maybe find ways to mitigate those as well. So if you can find quiet uh, solar panels or if you can tuck them away somewhere else where it's not like anybody's, near anybody's property, you know, there's ways to do it. But I don't think the town board, you know, I don't know, they don't care too much to hear people's opinions, unfortunately, in my past experience uh, going to these meetings, being part of the, Farmington Democratic Committee and, you know, showing up and with my with my team and just like it's a certain uh, tension there. So um, I'm hoping that I can kind of be the change maker with that. Yeah. You know, I want to make sure that when I'm on the website, I want my phone number, my personal phone number. So people want to contact me and let me know their thoughts. I'm happy to hear them, you know, text them, call them, email me. You know, I'm, I really want to know um their thoughts because that's how i become a better town board member uh, a better citizen when i know what everybody else is thinking and my last question for you we we talked about a little bit in the beginning um but i'm I'm curious you have a young family and now you are making the choice to run for town board uh why did you choose to remain put in farmington (laughs) it's your chance Uh, i want your elevator pitch on on farmington Yeah, well, I mean, I I definitely do love Farmington. You know, I've I've lived here a couple years, um, and um, I don't know, just I, I we've honestly fell in love. Um, we've been in the Fingerlands for many years, and we we always drove past Farmington, and I just something just always felt home, or like it was always nice. So when we were you know, house looking, we found a house here, and and we you know uh, just like okay, well, 
we'll make the jump and we'll move here, you know, and, and uh, we love it because one, I think everybody here in Farmington is very nice. Uh, you're very close to the expressway. So you can go to the city if you have a job there or to, you know, some business down there. Candango uh, Lake obviously is very, you know, close by, but also you can kind of get away from some of that hubbub and, you know, recline back into your, you know, uh, recliner and, or your porch or whatever, and just like relax and take a load off, see the birds, see the, see the squirrels, you know, hopping around. Um, so I always just felt compelled uh, to to live in Farmington. And it is definitely uh, a struggle running a campaign with a young family uh, or, you know, with a daughter and, uh, you know, being newly married because I'm trying to juggle my career and being a good husband and a good father and trying to run. It is definitely a lot, but also I felt like it helped me expand uh, uh, extensively to push myself beyond my uh expectations. And I feel like I've really grown in so many different ways, just talking to people, being confident in the way that I try to come off to people and just being a better listener too. You know, I've, I've heard so many concerns from people where maybe back in the past, I'm, like, I'm not really sure, but now I'm like, Oh, well, tell me your thoughts. Let me, I, even if I disagree with you, I want to know why you think the way you do. Um, so, and I think my wife appreciates that too, because I think I brought that home. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, where can folks learn more about your campaign or what's the best way to contact you for anybody who's interested that's listening? Absolutely. Yeah. So I do have a Facebook and Instagram. You can find me on Facebook, um, at David Shields for Farmington Town Board, Instagram at David uh, Shields for Farmington. And then you could just find my email on there as well, which is vote for David Shields at gmail.com. David, appreciate the time. Thanks so much for taking it today. Absolutely. Thank you, Josh. It's a pleasure. That'll do it for this edition of FLX Today. If you'd like to hear more conversations like this one, check out the show on your favorite podcast platform or subscribe to the FingerLakesOne.com YouTube channel. Have a great day and we'll see you next time.